Welcome. I hope you enjoy the conversation you're about to hear between me and another comedian regarding comedy and religion. These are conversations I'm calling disorganized religion. God bless, and for those atheists out there, may nothing await you after this life. Their stupid heads off. That's true. <laughs> Kids are dumb, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so fun to teach them. Yeah. And to not just stuff. confuse right. them. And just, I haven't seen my nephew in like maybe three years. Yeah. Uh, I saw him last time he was two. Now he's five. I can actually talk. And I'm oh, excited to. Yeah. I'm going back in December, do some Ohio shows. Yeah. And I'm going to see my nephew. Yeah. And I want to see how much I can corrupt him in just the nine <laughs> days. <laughs> how old is he? <laughs> He's, he's f- almost six. Almost six. Corrupt Got it. Six-year-old. Jeez, Travis, you're I, terrible. What? Take him with you to your shows. <laughs> yeah, you should give him Jolt Cola. <laughs> <laughs> do they still make that? Is that I still think out? They do. I think it's still kicking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just give him Dew. Mountain Dew is better anyway. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Where I'm raised, uh, that you yeah, put that in a sippy cup. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You lose all your baby Did teeth. You ever see Idiocracy? Oh, that's yes. my whole yeah. town. <laughs> <laughs> all those people. Yeah. Like when they like, there's a lot of things sometimes that hit way too home for me when it comes oh, to like redneck idiot stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's way that's too f- real. That's mm. great. That's great. All right, we're we're on, right? We're going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome to Disorganized Religion. I am your host, Seth Lawrence. As always, we've got the disembodied voice of Travis Clyburn. Peace be upon you. Oh, that was a good one, actually. That was a nice. One. Not even blasphemous. That was no, great. I just am the Lord now. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, there we go. All right, we hit it. We hit it. He always says something terrible. <laughs> and I'm the uh, God voice. My guest today, I'm so excited to have him on. He is the mighty Jeremy McKernan. Hello, how are you? <laughs> how are you doing, Jeremy? Pretty good. Yeah. Just got up. Yeah, good. You just woke up? Well, no, a few hours ago. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. But you did wake up. I'm still. It takes me <laughs> hours to wake up. Does it? About three hours, yeah. Why? Has that always I, been a thing? Yes, I'm a very slow waker. <laughs> Are you a quick sleeper? Uh, no, I don't sleep too? well. No, yeah. insomnia or what is it? That gets I, I, I'm best. At, I'm best at vampire hours. At the night, I kind of feel all right, but mm. during the day, I'm very sluggish. Yeah. Now, so, is that? I mean, did that happen before you started comedy, or did that happen because you started? comedy? I think my entire life. Yeah, always been. School life. was bad. Really? Yeah, yes. Same. Did you did you do poorly because of the sleeping issues? Among many th- reasons, <laughs> yes. We're gonna. I'm gonna also blame the, the drug use. Issues. Really, the rampant drug use. Heavy into drugs. What's uh, your drug of ni- choice? The, ni- the nihilism didn't help. It's <laughs> <laughs> big Just into nihilism. Every day you're there in fourth grade. What's I would the point? I would tell my Mrs. friends Gibbons. about like <laughs> I get really into like existentialism, <laughs> and I would tell my friends this, and I'd be like, yeah, you know existence over essence and all that stuff and they just yeah. be like they just be like you're crazy jeremy you're crazy <laughs> and it's like no i'm depressed and now they're calling you and being like dude i feel that i know yeah, what you're they, when you were did, four i know what you're I talking was about very yeah i was an early i was early into um wow existential angst yeah interesting but yeah school is horrible but yeah so it just takes me a while to wake up but no i'm good yeah. i'm ready i got yeah. my i got my cold brew this will start Kicking in. I came prepared. I ran four miles for this. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. You needed the endorphins to get yeah, going. I'm all and full of endorphins. <laughs> Beautiful. You're looking great. Thanks, Gotta man. Say. I took a shower. Yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. So, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, I've been doing comedy for a while. I, I've, I've, I've only been doing stand up for like five years or so, but I've been doing it. But I started doing improv. Um, mm. Like nine years ago. Dirty improv. Huh? I was a dirty improviser. Yeah. 
And also, you know, you, this is a clean show, and you're sort of a clean guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. you should stay away from improv. It's mostly about. I hope this don't get center, censored. It's mostly about fingering each other. That's <laughs> the <laughs> biggest joke in improv. Is I feel like. Did that you get fingered? <laughs> I think that depends on the group you're with. Every group. Your team. No, it's every single one. Yeah. You know, I did improv for a year. Oh with, yeah. With comedy sports in oh, uh, in cool. Utah. Yeah. Nice. So I started in improv too. Did you Hell know that, yeah. Travis? I didn't know that. No, yeah. that's where I started as well. No, no kidding. We're all as a, dirty as a improv. Young lad. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty but improv. I, I started. started. I didn't stop. You're still doing the improv. I mean, I at the stopped, UCB. I stopped. Where are you going? I stopped about a year ago. Oh, so yeah, I, I got to the highest level of um, of clear. I got all the fans out of it. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> I, did. I, I did. I got. I got on. Yeah. I got on the Herald team, which is wow, the coveted team. It's yeah, like it's hard to do. Seven auditions. Jeez, seven tries. So, I don't quit things. Yeah, many don't ever make it. Yeah, and then I got there, and yeah. then I got. So I did it a year. Yeah. Was that a team, you know? Yeah, were the jokes all still the same? Or, yeah, or but it was just better? so unfulfilling. Really? I, I think I got on too late. And oh. like, there was a lot of people that were on that were a lot um, younger than me. And, and not only that, but they had only been doing it for like two years. So uh -huh. they were more, they were more fresh-faced yeah. in, in terms more of their... Hopeful. Not cynical. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah, they're like, this is such a fun new thing. And yeah, I'm, and I'm like already bitter. And I'm just so naturally good at rejections. it. Rejections. Yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, I just hope you I was just, die. So I was just the bitter guy because they're yeah. doing like the zip zap zap, right. the warm up thing. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I don't want to do this. I put in my time. <laughs> I'm here. Let's yeah. Do. Let's, Let's go. Do our dumb yeah skits and leave. And I, I just <laughs> so I was a constant. I was constantly butting heads with all of them. Interesting. And then I it made me feel like I'm the douche of the group. Right. So I was kind of an outcast. So how did you quit uh, the team? Did you like well, they on cut stage? me? They I, cut you. I quit it by them saying you're no longer get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. They no, cut me. you left them. You quit no, them. They cut me. But oh, it was the best gosh. thing that ever happened. Not the best thing, but yeah. The best thing was being born. No, um, <laughs> but it was a great thing that I, I, I look back and it was a good thing that happened. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I went full on into stand up. Gotcha. You'd been doing both. So I was doing both for a while. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Uh, so what got you started in improv then? Because you started improv before. Well, because I moved out here. Uh huh. And, um, and what brought you out here? I moved out here to do stand up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All Crazy, right. right? Yeah. So I moved out here like uh, nine or so years ago to do stand up. Yeah. And I'd never done it. And then I saw, I did a bunch of open mics and did horrible. Mm. And then I, I saw, I, I always had heard about the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, but I just heard, oh, that's where you got to go. Oh, okay. So right. I joined it. Yeah. And then I just, kind of liked the improv and it was so much easier like yeah you know as yeah I was, I was you know in my early 20s and like i was just like it just you know stand-up was very scary yeah um, yeah at the clubs and everything and improv yeah. was very you know more like theater kids and inclusive so it just right. felt yeah. much more positive i Cuddly, took the easy warm. way i took the easy yeah. way out and i regretted every day of my life <laughs> that you signed Seriously, up for improv I mean, and started I, doing I, I it i wish i yeah i totally wish i just did stand-up so interesting could, yeah yeah, but um, hmm. all right. So then I just so then, but then I you know came back to stand up and yeah. Whatever. So when did you make the transition from doing just improv to also doing stand up and improv? Um, it was just like a few years into improv, I was like, you know, I I was just like I and after getting rejected so many times from like improv 
whatever. Right. That I just was like, you know, I got, I moved out here to do stand up, so then I just Let's ended do up it. ended up doing it. Yeah. Got it. Where you and from? I was one oh, of those yeah. stupid people that was like, you know, you hear all the time with stand up where they're like, oh yeah, I'm right, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna write for another six months to yeah. get my um material down, then then I'll be ready. Uh huh. Which yeah. is the dumbest thing. <laughs> You could ever what are you talking about do, Why and yet that? I hear it every day. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you hear from people? Oh yeah, I'm just writing. I don't, I don't hear it very much. From I'm just people. writing. I'm just writing. Yeah. I mean, I hear people who are performing saying, "I need to write more," which I think is yeah, fine. Yeah. But but people that have not done stand up, but they're like, "I'm just yeah, yeah I just gotta write." Yeah. 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 I had a guy come here once. I've been writing for ten years, and this oh. is my first time on stage. Just, uh, like, this is gonna doing, be the worst, bro. Yeah, so he sad. was okay at best. Yeah, well, like, man, you know, wasted ten years. Should have been perfect. Yeah. Ten years. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ten years. <laughs> but writing is writing, you know, and yeah. doing stand up is something totally oh, different. Uh, it's better than it may be a little better than the people that just get up there for the first time with nothing. Yeah, I mean, a I do little think bit better. You should have something you want to say because those people are usually drunk and sure. the bane of my existence. Sure. I would say That's spend the morning coast. writing. Yeah, You've never done stand up to spend one morning. There you go. That's fair. And yeah. then just get up on stage and yeah. bomb and bomb, <laughs> like just all bomb of us. your heart out. Yeah, yeah. for a good few months. A big old dick. Yeah, and then figure out how to do. So, what do you think about the writing three new jokes every day? Are you doing this? Was that a thing? I don't know if it's a thing <laughs> people are doing. I've heard it that you know one good way to get out there and stay motivated is to write three new jokes that now you have these? to do. Oh. Every single day. It's like a deal you make with yourself, right? Oh. I've never heard of that. I don't know. Oh, I think everyone does it all differently. I yeah. know some people that don't write at all. Yeah. Or write and on stage. I've heard this. Yeah, write right on stage. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. But, I mean, I have the luxury of time. Right. right. I do seven well, shows a yeah, day. Yeah, you're hosting. <laughs> Travis hosts fourth wall yeah. open mics. Why would I sit at home and write? When Every I week. You can literally take things. a pen and paper on stage yeah, yeah. i've yeah, get so could. many up right keep that down yeah. and it'd be a good use of your time yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause you're but if you're doing a mic a day i'd uh yeah i'd write maybe have something right so what's your process my process yes um I, I, i'm pretty much i write on stage i just think of an idea and then i just kind of go i was never a big person of like you know spending time in a coffee shop and yeah you know writing out my thing and getting every word uh, and Memorizing yeah, I, I don't do that at uh -huh. all. I just write out little ideas, and then I, I do a lot of writing on stage and just, like, riffing on stage and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's just what I do. I don't know. Everyone does yeah. it differently. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough. So what's your stand-up journey been like? For, first My of all, journey? Where are you from? Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Massachusetts. I'm from uh, Situate. Oh. So now... A small fishing village. Yeah, how far away is that from Boston? Is it close? 20 miles south. Because there's a south huge... Shore. There's a huge, like, Boston comedy scene, right? I know. I never... I mean, I and moved you, when I was 16, so I was, oh, I, was gotcha. too, I was too young. And you moved when you were 16 to where? To here? I moved... I lived in <gasps> Laguna Beach for a couple years oh, okay. with my uh, bachelor yeah. father. Oh, nice. Who had a... It was a crazy lifestyle change. Cause yeah. Just my single dad, and he was this weird. He had a small business, but he was like he would have. There'd be all these like Brazilian girls. <laughs> nice. He, he was kind of like right. it was kind of like a hostel. Okay. You your house I mean? was not the horror movie, but like an actual, <laughs> like a in year, real like, life, like, like a Europe. European yeah. South American hostel. Yeah. So there'd be all these like chicks there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and I just smoke weed all the time, and I would catch him smoking weed. 
Oh yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Now was he dating these women? Or yeah. yeah. Got yeah. it. Just right, he was, rifling he was, through them. He was slinging it, as I said. Yeah, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Crushing it. I censored myself. Yeah. Wow. You don't have to. You I know. almost said the D word. I, oh, you can say dick. Dick. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> yeah, I said that's already. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. But, with uh, it. but it was this crazy life for yeah. for those two years. And uh, a 16 year old out here. Yeah, and it was awesome because he lived in this apartment on the beach. Yeah. And it was also such a culture shock because I was in this like Massachusetts, which was like kind of middle class or like working class like fisherman sort of thing and then everyone was super rich in laguna like they oh, would drive sure. like mercedes g-wagons to school yeah and we had like the daughter of um quicksilver went there oh geez. her name was roxy you know they have a, of the course called yeah roxy yeah also not that hot. for girls yeah not that hot it's <laughs> disappointing uh, that's a disappointment Really? Yeah. I mean, it makes me feel yeah, better. For those that get offended, I'm talking about a 16-year-old, all right? <laughs> so, so he's also a pervert. Wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I, when I was 16, right. none, none of the girls were hot, all right? How about that? <laughs> there you go. Because they weren't legal. Yeah, and he was gay. Um, and I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, go on. All right. All right, so... But yeah. it was so crazy. Everyone was like a surfer. They're all rich, and... Uh, they said the word gnarly. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. yeah. That was a fun time. And I'm so stupid. I was kind of, I was a very um, shy kid at, in school. Uh-huh. And, like, not popular at all. And I thought, like, I'd go to the school, and I'm like, all right, time to re- <laughs> Yeah, re- reinvent. Uh, reinvent myself. Yeah. And, you know, the same exact <laughs> We are who we are. <laughs> and, uh, just still a loser. But the, oh, but the people, I will say this, the people there were so much nicer. Yeah. The, and it's I guess it's the weather and the wealth and maybe sure. the f- less uh, domestic abuse and alcoholism. Okay. I think. Yeah. Less that, Irish people. That's another way to say it. <laughs> oh boy. Because because when I lived in Massachusetts, it was the most Irish town in America. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. So I moved to Laguna, and I was like, I was like, why aren't there? Why aren't people fighting in school? Yeah. Like, there used to be like. You like know, a fist fight every day? Yeah, like every day there's a fight. Jeez. Like, who's fighting today? They're like, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> uh, Don't you guys have a like, system they're here? Like, they're like, we're going surfing. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is that? Is it f- Do people fight there? Yeah, it's cr- <laughs> yeah on the water. What's going on? So Interesting. it was such a culture shock. And, and Yeah. Oh, my God, the weed was so much better. Sure. Smoked a lot of weed. Uh-huh. And... Uh, yeah, it's a wild time. Yeah, fun. I, my dad would leave for three months at a time, and I'd just be alone. As a 16-year-old, yeah. and the Brazilian women were still coming through. They would come and check on me. Really? Yeah. Oh. My dad. My dad recently told me, he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, I always took care of you. you know, we always had, like, your nannies. I'm like, Dad, these aren't nannies. <laughs> your girlfriends? These are illegal <laughs> Brazilians. The, the courtesans? They're smuggled in. <laughs> oh, that's uh, amazing. Interesting. So yeah, it was a wild life. Yeah. Um, so what drew you to stand up then? Um, I guess. Oh God, there's a fly. Sorry. Yeah, um, a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it came after him. <laughs> they, for those uh, listening on the podcast, he was. For attacked. those listening, this is a very well lit dumpster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I did. I went to college at UC Santa Cruz, and uh-huh. um, I just realized I didn't want to really do anything. I was undeclared, and. Um, yeah, I ended up writing for the satirical newspaper. Oh, cool! And that yeah, was, that was really fun. I was like, oh, yeah. it was so fun doing comedy. I was I write like stupid little articles. Yeah, and um, little comic strips. Any hit pieces? And uh, did you ever pick a victim? And uh, 
did I hit? No, I just talked about like the show Lost. Oh, and okay. Stuff. All right, hitting on pop culture. Um, okay, got it. Yeah, and I would do, <laughs> I would do like dream analysis. I remember I wrote this one thing oh, about dream nice. analysis. But every, every and uh, like I got people would write in, but yeah. all my analysis would just be like, yeah, this means you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like this long thing where it's like obviously about this person's like mom, right? You know, right. Missing, and I was like, yeah, yeah. You're like penis. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom represents a big penis. <laughs> it's just like, That's yeah. So, uh, so I wrote all these articles, and then I was just like, and then I would watch stand up because there would be these little competition. I would watch it, but I was oh, too nervous to ever to ever enlist, ever right? do it. I was like, I can't do that. Interesting. What do you mean? You no, there's no way I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, my drunk roommate fred could do it yeah but he's but crazy yeah. he's a crazy person right um so then eventually like i wanted to do i i mean i wanted to do it then i just didn't have the guts and then and that took me a few more years until i um moved to la to, yeah uh, so it was like to was there a, like an event that that there, there was it's into pretty confidence it, 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 well <laughs> i don't know about confidence but my my not to get too dark, but my mom died. Yeah, and I I got a little money because I was living back with my parents. So I got uh, I I inherited a small amount of money, mm -hmm. and that money was able to let me move here. God, because I was living with my dad. Yeah, in Laguna Beach. Yeah, right? I, just wor I was just working for him, and I was just trying to I was trying to save up money. Yeah, to move here, but that kind that kind of expe exped expediated, expedited uh, that. Xpedia.com. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, Their new sponsor. The yeah. 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 So, yeah. So that kind of helped. You know? Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then once you had that. That, yeah. that boost you came out and you're so like okay hey, I'm here so let's do like, it alright well now I definitely have enough money to come up here and, and, yeah. and f*** around for a little bit yeah um, so did you have a terrible experience your first open mic in LA oh it was horrible where was it oh it was at this place yeah it was bad it was um, it was in this uh, it was like the upstairs of some taqueria in West Hollywood hmm. and then I went with an improv friend and then we went to the store after to do potluck which was on a sunday back then this was in like yeah. 2011 or something yeah a while ago and um yeah i mean it's terrible and then i did like flappers sure and did terrible and all my jokes were like really absurdist uh -huh. jokes, like kind of one-liner absurdist jokes like interesting you want to hear one yeah i'd love to hear one one, one, one was like <laughs> and i remember the reaction after which made me stop this joke too <laughs> But I, I did one joke where I said, uh, and I thought it was so funny. I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right, here's my impression of a French guy, okay, with a really good American accent." Nice. Okay. This is a French guy, yeah, with a really good American accent. Yeah. At a party. Yeah. French guy, really good American accent at a party. <laughs> and yeah. here's here's what he sounds like. Yeah. So you guys like baguettes or what? <laughs> so that was my joke. And the reaction and then, was. I just remember doing it one time, and I just heard some guy in the crowd go, "Ugh, <laughs> wow!" And then I stopped doing that joke. What a jerk that guy was. No, he's right. <laughs> I thank him. You put uh, it in retirement forever. Uh, yeah. You've never, so you've never I, brought that one back out. No, it's, Jeremy. It's actually pretty it's, solid. It's good. I don't, I don't think so. I've been trying to work on a joke about like <laughs> too many layers impersonating an Asian woman, but. As a very progressive person, right? So, like, progressive Asian. Okay. No, 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 no. no. Progressive. So, like, <laughs> so, so this actually happened to me. I was with uh -huh. my my baby daughter, 
uh, not baby mama, baby daughter. Got it. At a car spot. We were having our smog tested. Mm-hmm. And there was an Asian woman who had a neck brace on. And my daughter was just fixing. You know how babies are just like yes. stare into your soul? She was staring into this woman's soul. Yeah. And this Asian woman came up to me and was like, oh, wow, she really has an eye for the Orientals. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, what? But Wait, did you say this? No, that's what she said to me about my baby. Oh, she said that to she you. She said that to me. Right. So I felt trapped because I didn't know what to say. But uh-huh. in telling that story, I have just done a perfect impression uh-huh. of an Asian woman if you're progressive. Right? Because I didn't throw any accent on there, even though she, she do clearly had one. Oh. Yeah. She oh, was man. an Asian woman that referred to herself as an Oriental. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Anyhow, it has not worked anywhere else either. So, <laughs> well, it's confusing because it was. Yeah, it's an interesting story, but the, you don't need the accent. No, you don't. Oh, so but that's the, my so point. the joke would be: here's my impression. Right. Here's my impression. And then you start then your impression. You, and with then the I story say it. of what happened. In my life. No, 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 no. I'm just de- telling okay. you the story for background purposes. Okay. But like the joke would be, you know, here's a joke of an Asian woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do an impression of an Asian woman. Uh-huh. And then I say, oh, your daughter really has an eye for the Orientals. And that was a perfect impression if you're a progressive. <laughs> right? Because we'll, we'll there's no it. accent. Anyway. <laughs> it, again, it has never worked anywhere else. I don't know why I thought it would work here. I think but it's confusing because why years. are they saying they have an eye? You know, it needs the backstory. I know. that's. Yeah. I've got to work on it. But that is funny. Note taken. Itself. I do like the story. Yeah. yeah the story how is do you respond one. to that? Yeah. And I've used the story, but then it made me think, oh, this what, is what, 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 Do you remember what you said when... Uh... Yep. <laughs> what, what, did you say? what did you say? I I think I just said, she sees your neck brace. Oh. I think she's fascinated by your neck brace. Yeah, his children don't see race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their eyesight isn't that you good. You should have said, I, I, I usually don't... I don't, you know, I've been You're the first hiding one her she's from seen. Orientals my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, something like that. Anyhow, I don't want to get you canceled from your SNL stuff, so no, don't do any get, Asian accent. I'm trying to get canceled. Really? Yeah. Why? No, I'm just kidding. So what? Talk about your your stand up journey now. So your progress. Journey. You left improv for I good. I left improv for I got, good. I got cut. I left. Uh, yeah. So and that was when? Doing... How long ago was that? Um, like a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. But so, but then I had been doing stand. I know it's not like I started stand up a year and a half ago. I, no, I had, no, no. I had had. Uh, it was on and off for like you know the past five or six years. Then I worked. Yeah. I worked on the. Um, I worked on a TV show, and I could. I couldn't really do stand up, and it was draining my soul. The TV and, show. Yeah, and this was yeah. The, this was the same time when I was doing a lot of improv. Uh huh. So like I can't do, and I had a girlfriend. So it's oh jeez, like, what am I? I can't do everything. Yeah. Um, how how thin do you need to be stretched, Jeremy? I always think, by the way, here's my excuse me, here's my theory. Is there a cough button or is there a burp button? Okay. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I, I, I my theory with 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 uh, life and, and yeah. stand up is that yeah, I think you need three things. Mm-hmm. Now I could be wrong, but here's what I think. I think you could have you could do stand up. Yep. And have a girlfriend. Yep. Mm. And sleep. And 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 or you can do stand up and have a job. Yes. Or yeah. you could have a job and a girlfriend. Right. I don't know if you could do all three. Yeah. Unless your job is stand up like Travis. Right. I'm very but like, lucky. 
Yeah. But yeah. seriously, I, I, I don't really think you could do all three. Yeah, I agree. And I think this is why a lot of people that there's a lot of like people Single that have comedians, trust funds right? uh-huh. that have become successful stand-ups. Sure. We were talking about that uh, yesterday. Yeah, me and Travis yeah. were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. We couldn't think of a guy that has not had a trust fund that's kind of broke out in the past 10 years. I'm sure it exists. We kind of thought maybe like Tom Segura. Now he's even like kind of older. Mm-hmm. But we we're trying yeah, to think of a younger guy. He's too. Yeah. He's what? He's about 25 years in too. Because like your Mulaney's yeah. and your... Pete uh, Holmes. All those guys come from... Money. Money, yeah. yeah. Jez- Jezelnik, we think we don't know. We just assume uh, by his attitude. Bo Burnham, Bo Burnham. Do you count him as a stand-up? Well, we, Some well, people get mad. He's technically we, older now. I mean, we, yeah, now well, we is. said YouTube might be yeah the catalyst for change in that. Yeah, yeah. YouTube. Might his parents are pretty well that. off. He went to a private Christian school. Bo did right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My new theory is if you if you're white and can do a backflip, you you have lived a very privileged life. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. That's because a good theory. That's, that's Who has time to learn how to do it? <laughs> it's really a hard. Backflip. Yeah, I've had the thought not on I'd a like to do not that. on a trampoline, just yeah. on. A st- I've never had the time. I, no yeah. way. I don't have the guts to try to learn how to do that. I've always kind of wanted to, but I really? don't know how because I've never had the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I think your theory's <laughs> with you, tra- with you, Travis. It's all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with how how, how I hefty love it. I am. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, but I think there's something to that. Yeah, I think you've so got. You yeah, I think you're onto something. Backflip. They got. They got money, man. They got time. Well, white guy. White guy. Yeah, yeah everyone else is just athletic. I think. But okay, I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> you want to oh, be so there's canceled? There's not a lot of poor. Olympians. I think I was canceled. Yeah, that's yeah. true. There are some poor. Olympians like in order to be there. an Olympian now, you have to start at one. Yeah, and Olympian. Just, I mean, yeah. And plus, they don't get paid shit. No. They don't get any money, no, so they have to be supported somehow. Well, and they have to be super good, because the only way they get money is the deals yeah. after the gold. So that's yeah, why a if, lot of them are just rich kids. Yeah. If you're the best in the world at a good sport, yeah. you could make Wheaties money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's the biggest. But that's only for pipe a year, ever. maybe, right? Because that all dies out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they get years, on like a t- couple talk shows. Yeah. yeah. Maybe do they write some a, events. Write a book. Get some coach, residuals. Get coach. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And really, it also depends on what sport, too, because really, we only care about, like, exactly. like gymnastics. And yeah. we didn't give a shit about swimming yeah. until Phelps was just being a bad Killing it. And then yeah. we got mad at him for smoking weed. Which is... Uh, I can't remember which comic. I think it might have been Greg Giraldo said, like, they should be celebrated. He yeah. could do all that and be and? high? Yeah. <laughs> Bro. What a superhuman. <laughs> Crazy. Phelps. So what experience did you have that kept you going in stand-up? Um... Because we talked about your Why bad experience initially. Yeah. Yeah. What keeps you um, I think about that every back. day. <laughs> that you should Ser- quit? Seriously. <laughs> or why am I doing this? It's a mental it's mental gymnastics. Yeah. Because it's it's um what experience have I had have I haven't quit? I I, I don't know. Hmm. Just stupidity. <laughs> faith. 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 Yeah. Faith, wow, I got baby. real loud there. I was um, really excited about that word. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Having good sets, have getting good upper, like small wins. You yeah. Know? Um, so, what are the small wins you've had in your in your illustrious career so far? Um, what do you consider your small wins and big wins? Well, the whole opening for Norm Macdonald thing has been really good for me. I think. And yeah. Then, How'd you land that? 
Well, so I met him on one of the that TV shows talking about the, Got uh, it. when I was where I was because working on Roseanne, the the, oh, the, the revival the of Roseanne. That's, yeah. that was two years ago. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I met him there. And um, we just kind of hit it off. I was like a writer's PA there, so I was the lowest <laughs> role role there. Yeah. And I would I would drive him back and forth. Yeah. On a, a cart, on a, like a little golf oh, cart. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he does right? he doesn't on drive. Set. He's oh yeah. No uh, driver's license. No. Interesting. He says he's he, he's driven six times and has gotten four accidents. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. He doesn't drive, so I yeah. would pick him up, not in a car, although eventually I did, but I'd pick him in a golf cart from the edge of the studio. Yeah. And um, I was so excited to, when I saw his name because I didn't know he was writing there. And oh. He was all, um, I, I always loved him for his, not really a stand-up, although I'd seen a little bit of it, but I yeah. loved his Norm MacDonald live show. Like That's the funniest show. Oh, on, yeah. On, that is on a good internet. show. Yeah. And, and so I was so excited to meet him. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, the first day I met him, he was there like he was there about an hour early. Yeah, which is like really early, like set like seven in the morning, pretty much. So I had to go there early. Yeah, and I think the first thing I said to him was like, "Norm, you're you realize you're an hour early." Yeah, and then he goes, he looks at me and he goes, "Yeah, you ever get nervous?" <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so then we just. Uh, I don't know. We just, we would just talk a lot because yeah. I would drive him to the car, and he was he's like a he's always talking to people, and he yeah. kind of just would like use me for like information. He's kind of sort of a sleuth for him about uh-huh. like what was going on because he only came in once a week. Oh, but yeah. But then he would also just talk to me about SNL and stuff, and I told him I was a comic, and he really liked that. Yeah. So he just talked to me about uh, comedy and yeah. history, and that's great. S- stories about Farley and all this stuff. Sure. Just like, that's so yeah, cool. Oh, my gosh. Tell me everything. Yeah. And we'd be waiting to get his Uber, and, like, he was so bad with Uber, he kept missing the Uber. Like, oh, like, oh they're gone. <laughs> so then, <laughs> it'd be, like, 40, 45 minutes later, three Ubers later. Oh, man. And then eventually. What's his go, Uber rating? Oh, it's probably so low. <laughs> Do you he, he, uses down rating norm? Na- he uses a fake name oh, okay. because he would get annoyed. And then eventually I would start driving him which is so out of the way for me because yeah. he lives on the other side of town yeah. from where I live. And it was, I would end up driving him. And uh, the only reason was because he didn't want to talk to Uber drivers. He was annoyed. Yeah, sure. He, of course. They, they would depress him because <laughs> oh, they'd man. be you know, failed actors. And yeah, all or whatever. So, right. I was. Oh, yeah. Gosh, that's so funny. Um, so, yeah, and so then, then one day met, he was so just like, hey. Norm, and, then, yeah. and then eventually he's like, what are you doing after this? After Roseanne? He's like, yeah. do you want to work on my show? I was like, yes, definitely. Because he's yeah. doing this. Netflix show that I worked on there, yeah, which is so fun. And I got to like, I was a writer's assistant there, but I got to write jokes, and uh-huh. so that was really cool. They kind of treated me like a writer. I and who's his sit. co-host on that? Is it Andy? Uh, Adam Egan. Adam Egan. He's the booker right. at the uh, Comedy Store. Yeah. Um, so then eventually, like, I think I he was doing a gig in a casino with Colin Quinn, and mm. and then I he I was like, hey, because uh, he had this other crazy guy opening for him, and. Like a guy who didn't really do stand up, like one oh. of his assistants. Oh. And I was like, you know, I would I've been doing stand up five years, you know, I would I would or four years, whatever. I was like, I would kill to do that. Like Yeah. And he's like, Okay, of course. Wow. And then I did Whoa. it and Jeez. I completely bombed. Oh, oh no. Because no. it was uh, the biggest gig of my life. Yeah. By so how far. nervous were you? So nervous. And I was like running late and I was working all week and it was oh, a Friday no. and it was at this casino down in uh, Orange County. Yeah. And there was like 
1,500 people in the crowd or oh something. Oh, my gosh. And, like, the biggest crowd That's I've done insane. then. Yeah. The that biggest is crowd I've done was, like, maybe 100 a few yeah. times. Yeah. And, the, you know, it's different. The big crowds are different because, like, not only is the, the mic is wireless and feels different. Right. It's, it's more like one of these mics, actually. It's, like, a little girthier yeah and yeah. Uh, edit that out and um <laughs> girth is a fine word <laughs> and very descriptive i i they yeah. norm said on the way down there he goes uh he goes jeremy maybe you get get here before the sound check in case you freak out and i yeah. was like i won't freak yeah. out what do you mean and so then I get on stage and you're like, completely oh, I'm freaking freaked out. out. Yeah. Because it's, a, it's, it's, it's such a different experience than doing like a small or even a medium show when there are thousands of people. Yeah. You, you could feel a presence. It's not even like you could see them because it's all black. Sure. But you just feel this. <laughs> like and this. I did oh, not man. handle it well. And yeah, so I dude. did about like eight of the ten minutes I was supposed to do and I got – and I just kind of bombed, and I got one laugh at the end. All right, so my last joke hey. did okay. If you're gonna go out, go out on a laugh. Yeah. It did okay, and yeah. then, um, but Norm was really nice about it. He's so yeah. funny. He kept saying because there's like a big screen. They do it on like a monitor. It's like oh. that big where they have like little. Uh, That's yeah. crazy. They have uh, monitors or not monitors? What am I talking about? Yeah, the television screen, whatever, like mini jumbotron. Like jumbo. Right, right, right. right. Sounds like a jumbotron. Yeah, yeah, but not jumbo. Yeah, Mr. Tron, medium Trons. Yeah, <laughs> you had a Tron there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he kept going. He's like, he's like, Jerry, you look so great up there, like, <laughs> physically. He's like, you're so handsome and charming. Yeah. It's like, how are the jokes? Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but that's he, funny. But he, I guess he thought I looked good enough. Yeah, good enough to do it. Well, you two uh, seem to have a, a similar demeanor and style about you. Yeah, I, he, I, it was weird because I've been told that before I even met him. So yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm constantly trying to not um, <laughs> to be different. Yeah, but I, yeah. Mean, I don't know. Well, you are who you are, right? You can't you reinvent yourself we, now. Yeah, not yeah. after you know. I just so hope. not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, but you don't want to cop someone's style, you know. So I, I, I try true. not to. But yeah. anyways, he liked me enough, and then I kept doing it. So then he invited me to to do some more gigs. Yeah, and also it was so cool to meet Colin Quinn, who's like the nice, oh, yeah. the nicest guy ever. Sure. And he gave me some cool advice right before I went on stage, uh -huh. pacing back and forth, and Colin went first. Yeah. And I was like, Colin, I'm really nervous. I've never done a gig this big. Yeah. And he goes, I got some advice. He goes, he goes. For the big crowds, he goes, go big and go slower. Oh. Mm. That is good advice. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like you do your yeah. act outs bigger. Yeah. But your whole but pacing your time. is slower because it's got to get to the back. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's interesting. Good advice, huh? That is great advice. Yeah. Something you would not think about when, like, I've been doing shows for, like, you know, 10, 15 people. Yeah. They get it immediately. Go fast. <laughs> yeah. And hard. Fast and quick. <laughs> Subtle. Keep it us. going. Keep it going. Fast and quick. Fast and small. Yeah. <laughs> like speeding and solace. <laughs> tight. Yeah, just keep it all tight. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. So yeah. now you're going on the road with him. Yeah, so every once in a while I get, I get to uh, open for him yeah. on the road. Yeah, very fun. Are you still working on his show? Well, his show is... Um, or that get canceled? Soft canceled. Okay. Because it's mm -hmm. on Netflix and... I guess they don't have to cancel you. Oh, so they're just not because doing any more no slots to fill. You know what I yeah, mean? It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. A season, so they, yeah. But it's been over a year, so it's um. Got it. 
I, uh, yeah. So they might not pick him up for another season or yeah, something. It's, it's doubtful. That's too bad. What was the vibe like when Roseanne got canceled on Roseanne? I mean, so I was there the first day. Um, we were back for season two. You know, yeah. all excited. We got yeah. the best show in the network. We're yeah. all cocky and. Yeah. Um, th- so. <laughs> and then you read your tweets. <laughs> well, I went back and I saw one of the old writers and I hadn't seen him. You know, in two yeah. months. And I was like, oh, hey, hey, Bruce, great to see you. And he goes, welcome to hell. And I go, oh, what what, 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 yeah. what happened? Yeah. And he goes, did you see our girls' tweets? Oh, no. And I go, no. Goes, uh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm like bringing up the fruit plate, you know, yeah. the bagels and locks. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? So then I looked at the tweets. And, yeah. then, and then I think right when I looked, it said, Wanda Sykes quits Roseanne. This is the first day back at the writer's yeah. room. Oh, yeah. And then I looked at the tweet, and then everyone Jeez. just kind of like, you know, call the writers off, call the rest of the writers off. Like, we, you know, got to figure this out. But then they were already on their way because the, the timing of it. And then I think I was the one who found out that it got canceled. I was just refreshing the internet, yeah, Google, and then it said there's a Variety article, Roseanne canceled, ABC cancels Roseanne. So I showed the showrunner, yeah. And uh, this guy's so stoic. He just goes, uh, well, so that's it then. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Not even an F-bomb. Yeah, just all right. Yeah, so, but he also said, he's like, yeah, I wish, wish they would have called me first. Yeah, wow. for real. So they, uh, so then we were all just sent home, and we got like a, week, was it. a week's pay. I wish it got was it. a little more. Yeah, right. Yeah, no a, f- a week. Jeez. Yeah. Interesting. So, and, th- and then they did then they did the um the Connors reboot. Yeah. Um Did you work on that? I did for one season and then I stopped. Oh, fun. Yeah. All right. Cuz I wanted to do stand up. Yeah. 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 So what do, it's hard to do stand up like what I'm saying with the job thing. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You work and now you're dating someone too, right? No, just no not dating. Yeah. No dating for yeah. me. Yeah. Stand up does take a lot of time. It does. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, what's your religious background like? Did you grow up religious? Um, I mean, you were I, in, so, Bo- in yeah, near Boston. So I was in, so yeah, most Irish uh, yeah. city in America, yeah. which was, was a town. So it was like 55% Irish. So it was a lot of Catholic. I went to St. Mary's Church. Uh-huh. So I was like pretty Catholic when I was uh, little. Yeah. I was really religious for about a year when I was nine. Okay. So religious that I would, um, whenever I would swear... Yeah. Or even take the Lord's name in vain. Yeah, I and it, this be in public. I would clasp my hands and look up and say, "I'm, I'm sorry, God." Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Really freaked out my uncle. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I because I, call, I, I I called him once. Yeah. And he's not very religious at all. Uh huh. And most of my family is not really religious. I think I think my mom just pushed me into the church as a, as a community. Uh, endeavor, oh, right? To try yeah, to, you so know, you could fit in. And, yeah, and the yeah. neighbors and all that. It seems you know, like a parents like this is good for my kid thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I did yeah. CCD at my friend's house. It was good. Okay. Yeah, but Which I figured but out at Sunday school. I didn't know that, know that before. What I didn't is. know CCD. Oh. It's like uh, yes, yeah, yeah. So you know, that you, is yeah. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't on. We it didn't do it on Sunday. Like on Wednesday or something. It'd just be like an hour sort of Bible study, but it's fun. You draw. This is for the youth group when like. Baptisty churches. Oh yeah, like that in the yeah. Midwest. Mm. What does it even CCD stand for? 
No one. Uh, I looked this up. Cap, time. Uh, yeah, he'll look it up. It's like something. Um, something doctrine. But anyways, I called my uncle once and I asked him. I was like, I was like, hey, Gavin. He's like, hey, Jeremy, how's it going? How's school? Yeah. And I go, how's your Holy Week going? And he's, he's like, like, what? What's <laughs> wrong with you? So the Confraternity of Christian Doctrine. That's it. Confraternity. Confraternity. I didn't even know confraternity was a a word. Yeah, I didn't know that either. With brotherhood, I guess. Yeah, it's it's, uh, established in Rome in 1562. Of course it was. It's only been around a few hundred years. (laughs) So I I, I was real. Yeah, so. And then I I did First Communion and all that. Yeah. And then I sort of lost my ways in my. you know, when I was 14 or so. Yeah. Was that when but your I mom do died? Remember, or was it? No, my mom died when I was 20. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But I, I do I do remember being maybe eight or nine. So this is kind of during the Holy Week time. And I remember praying to God, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I just remember having the thought of, wait, I... I I don't believe in God. Oh, interesting. I had, as I was praying, I was like, yeah, you're like, no, no, this isn't right. This is, huh? I don't believe in this at all. And then since then, yeah, I haven't really believed in, in at least, in at least that type of God as Uh someone you talk to that is listening in in, in sort of the Catholic um, sense. Yeah. Now this is also through the eyes of a child. So sure. Um, but I do remember that moment. Yeah, that's and very that, interesting. And then ever since then, I was no longer as um, as uh, quite as devout or whatever. As devout, yeah, yeah, totally. So, was there something that had pushed you that way, or no? You just I not sort of that I could remember. Of, I yeah. just remember. I remember where I was too. I was at the top floor of the, of the pasture, and I was just talking. I was just saying, "Hey, God, uh, you know, did my homework <laughs> today? You know, interesting." Uh, my, mom, like my mom was a little mad at me. Uh, wait, wait a second. Who am I talking <laughs> this to? It's sort of like that. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> so that that's sort of when I, I had sort of this yeah. epi- epiphany, and I and I didn't really tell anyone. I just kind of kept it, yeah, um, private. Yeah. Huh. Um, so was there ever like a formal parting from the church for you, or um, you just sort of stopped going? No, nothing formal. Yeah. I think I did. I'm, I I think I kept going. Uh, you know, I'd go to church. With my grandma, my mom, we'd go on Easter, we'd yeah. do whatever. But, but your dad never went. went. I don't think my dad ever went. Yeah, it's more of my mom thing. And my yeah. dad was also living in California, so he was, oh, I at was, that point already, yeah, cause they were divorced. So I was just living with my mom. Got it. And then we went. Oh, yeah, and then we went to this like we we went to this progressive church for a while, uh-huh. mm-hmm. which was like we, they played rock and roll in the beginning. We watched Sister Act. Oh, nice. That's so, fun. That sounds yeah, fun. It was yeah. fun. They did it, skits. Oh, which I'd love to see today. So, yeah, uh, that would be hilarious. Those would be. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll tell you what. Church. Those <laughs> those did not inspire me. I was gonna say, is that <laughs> was that really the seedling? No, 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 no. Yeah. So, and then I just sort of, uh, yeah, there was no form, but I did remember not doing communion. And I think my mom asked me, do you want to do, um, wait, I'm not using the right word. Not communion. What's the other one? Confirmation. Oh. Yeah. So I did decide, I was like, nah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not yeah. into confirmation. And yeah. I just sort of. So you don't have four names? Is that, you get another name? Get I another think name so. For confirmation? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. you get a picket. That's neat. Yeah. Mm. You get a fourth Catholic name. Your patron saint. My name is my yeah. name is long enough. My middle name is Martinson, so my name. Oh is wow, Jeremy Martinson McKiernan. Wow. So that's long. That's an interesting that middle is, name. It's my mom's maiden, maiden name. name. Yeah. She was. She oh. was. Uh, so you're yeah. not a hyphenated. No, not hyphenated. Right. We just did the middle. 
Hmm. Which is, I Interesting. guess, yeah, that's what we did. That's old school feminism. You did the same thing. Yeah, my yeah, middle name's Todd, which is my mom's maiden name. Well, yours works better. Well, yeah, you that's, know. A that's a name name. Short. Boom. Yeah, mine could have been Martin. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> <laughs> what could have been? I suppose. Yeah. Interesting. So, what do you believe so now? Then, oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The devil. No. <laughs> now, just full on Satanism. I'm, no. Okay. I. I well, we're I'm, gonna call this quits, cause <laughs> no, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. Um, I what do I believe in? <laughs> just Beelzebub. Uh, I was gonna say that. That's what <laughs> is I, that I right? had Beelzebub <laughs> in my head. The Prince of Darkness. But I censored it. Well, I didn't. Um, so. so I, I, yeah. I do. I, I have cultivated it sort of a, a fondness for re- for religion in the past few years. I think I huh. sort of revisited it. Yeah, more of a moral guy and less of a belief um, system. Oh, okay. Because I do think there's merit in in religion. Like I like I was reading, and this is a few days ago. Like I'm into like Nietzsche. I don't understand it. Uh huh. But I do like when other people talk about it. Sure. I tried reading Nietzsche. Yeah. And it's uh, it's oh, so dude. dense. Yeah. And I can't. And I want to say it's because it's. Uh, transcribed from german but i think i'm just not smart enough it's like power of will towards there and it's like i don't get this yeah i think it's but to be like digested for a long time like yeah it's almost Even, like all of it you have to just think about each sentence for hours it's, yeah really? it's a lot it's a lot because well, he's trying to describe well, he should I, he should pace it out better it should be a sense <laughs> a page and then a bunch of blanks because it's just written like a yeah like a bible it's a, it's like, a novel boom, boom. right yeah it's crazy yeah but here's like i love the god is dead quote and i've always loved it mm. and what i what i my whatever rudimentary understanding of what it means is it's like so what nietzsche was saying was god is dead right and it will take us centuries to figure out what the new moral guide of humanity is. Mm-hmm. So he's saying that he's dead and doesn't mean it doesn't, it does, it's not like an, I don't think it's an anti-religious sentiment. It's more about, you know, society, right? He's yeah. saying like yeah. the Christian church has lost its um, power for lack of a better word or its, sure. in, or, or its influence. How about yeah, that? Sure. So now we have to figure out what to do now that he is dead. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I think about morals. that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And I think we're still dealing with that, you know. And I think that's what we're all kind of fighting with now. Years later. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's but like, fight. is it cool to be gay? Is it cool to do all this other stuff? Like yeah. modern morals as opposed to yeah. old doctrine. Yeah. The Judeo-Christian foundation. Yeah. So I do hmm. think, so I do think that, and I also think there is, a, I mean, there, there's something too that these books were written and have been spread around for hundreds and hundreds of years. The fact that they've sure. lasted that long means that they're meaningful in, in itself yeah. Yeah. just that they have survived there's inherent and i have the yeah. same theory about youtube oh if a youtube thing if youtube video has millions of views there is a reason yeah mm. it is probably has some sort of merit yeah so you're more either, populist either for yeah. e- if it's for a child that likes it yeah the reason a child likes it or an adult yeah it yeah. has validity interesting so do you believe in like an afterlife or in some higher power or no where um, are you on that kind of stuff I believe I believe in a higher power, not a man in a with a beard. As okay, the cliche, yeah, the, the cliche is right. Um, an afterlife, I don't know, not really, hmm. not one where I am conscious. I I, I don't. Gotcha. I wish I did. Oh man. Yeah. Why don't you just make the choice, right? 
I can't. <laughs> you can't just choose yeah. to believe that? Maybe you could. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, hmm. So other than when you were like eight or nine, have you ever felt a connection to something outside or no? You know, uh, okay. like higher power. You know, I had this really crazy experience Yeah, once, but it, it almost maybe had more to do with like um, uh, humanity or spirituality rather than a higher power. But I, I this, this really weird thing happened to me once that yeah. kind of made me change my beliefs in in a higher power, which was um, – I was on a vacation. I was actually near Ogden, which is near. Yeah, is that near where you? Yeah, used I to mean live? it's in Utah. Yeah, uh, it's a couple hours north of where I'm from. But it's the slums. Ogden. Yeah. Yeah. There's like it's a lot of, of a, meth. It's or, a tough spot. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Right. So, I was in Ogden. I was on this road trip, right? And I was like up. I was uh, driving online. I was so tired. I was like, okay, I gotta pull over. I gotta go to bed. Yeah. So I pulled over and I found some CD hotel in Ogden that was like. Forty dollars a night, yeah. And I was like, okay, I gotta sleep a few hours. I gotta yeah. sleep a few hours. Um, and I was I was going all the way to like Portland or something, so I was like, I'm, oh, I got sure. a long way to go. Yeah. And so I slept, and then all these like kind of crackhead meth heads were kind of walking around outside. Oh. You know, guy pushing like a baby carriage, Ooh. like creepy zombie stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I was just contemplating, man, should I, you know, I got all my stuff in my car, should which is right leave? up there. Yeah. Should I leave? Yeah. Or should I go to sleep? Yeah. Should I leave? Or should I go to sleep? And that was going on in my head for about an hour. Yeah. Should I leave? Or should I go to bed? And I finally decided. I said, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. And I put my head on my pillow. And as I'm putting my head on my pillow, my phone rings. It's like four in the morning. Yeah. My phone rings, and it's my ex-girlfriend. Interesting. Who I hadn't talked to in maybe six months. Yeah. We weren't really even on speaking terms. And she calls me. Her name is Carla. And I was like. Carla, hello, and she goes, "Hey, I just had a, I just had a feeling that you were in trouble. Wow, and that you should go. No kidding, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And I go, okay, I'm out of here, and yeah. I just left. Wow, and the the adrenaline of that, uh, I guess, spiritual experience, yeah, like let me drive for the next twelve hours, and, yeah. I, got, and I got to where I, to meet my friend up in Portland. Interesting, and isn't that though? That's isn't that insane. Yeah, I hadn't talked to her. In, in six months. Yeah. So that kind of reaffirmed some sort of belief in something. Yeah. Or the fact that we're connected in ways that sure. we, we cannot explain. Yeah. Science. Like, and yeah, I don't how, know. how do you explain that, Travis? Don't you get chills when you hear stories like that? I've had weird things happen to me, too, but you just choose not to believe them. You no, them. I, I believe. But them. How could that <laughs> be a coincidence? Right. How right. could that? And what? How could that be a coincidence? I mean, as far as like someone knowing something's happening. To she you had never like called me before yeah. to express anything like this. Well, she didn't know anything was going on. She just said she had a feeling. Yeah. I that guess you were in it'd trouble. be more. Of, I guess it'd be better if she's like, "You're in Ogden." Yeah, right. They're crackheads. They're, They're gonna get crackheads. you. <laughs> but she's like, I, she goes, "I feel like you're in trouble." Yeah, that's fascinating. I think we perceive more than we know. If you know what I mean? Like, mm. not from any religious perspective or anything like that. Just, mm-hmm. I think your brain can pick up on things uh, subconsciously. It's, it's some the reason, energy that's yeah. going out. Like, when you black out from drinking, you still go and do a bunch of <laughs> You're not aware of it or conscious of it, but your body's still moving. Take your so you still on. know things. You're still yeah. doing things. Yeah. And I think yes. sometimes you can look at something or just put little pieces together in your head. It comes out as a feeling, mm. but really it's your unconscious mind putting together stuff and making you conscious of something. Hmm. So just 
from her particular perspective, could have just been context clues. Stuff but like what that. clues? We were <laughs> thousands. Uh-huh. We were a thousand miles <laughs> yeah. away. I haven't talked to her in Did six months. Did you make any months. posts or anything like that? No posts. I don't know, bro. I no po- postless. I, I mean, postless. I don't know. Postless. Nothing. You were off the grid. I mean, we had sex before, but, <laughs> but that okay, was months you, ago. You're, yeah. yeah, but you're connected. Oh boy. That's, see, Sexual. I I would say <laughs> I would seriously say we were connected through sex or intimacy. Yeah, and then that translated like the way in those horror also, movies where there's those twins <laughs> that could feel each other. Yeah, I really believe in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe sure. in that. Sure. The closest I'll get because I know yesterday we were talking about souls and stuff like that. Like, yeah, we are just a big uh, ball of energy, right? That's where mm. our brains are electricity, and mm. we do have a thing called the magnetosphere that basically deflects electricity. Is that what Magneto was in? <laughs> yeah, Magneto. Yeah, Le- Magnetosphere. That's yeah. where that comes from. Yeah. Magneto. It's uh, it's an electrical field. It's uh, the reason Commerce is point north and stuff like that. Right. And if you're, a- like, I don't know, this gets a little woo-woo, but you're able to, yeah. I- if you're connected to somebody physically yes. or emotionally, yeah. uh, so your electricity is connected to their electricity. You're on their frequency. Yeah. And so you can, in I don't theory. Know, Sounds like God to me. Wow. <laughs> it, it does sound like God to me. Yeah, that to me is uh, a big aspect of it. I don't know. Well, there's also the aspect of uh, I, I, there's so many things that we can't see. Like, literally yeah, in the visible right. light spectrum. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You see very small <laughs> bandwidth. I just think saying God is just a dismissal of other really cool sh- that could be oh, going on. interesting. Yeah, no, I don't think of it as a dismissal. I think of it as an inclusion. Okay, that's fair. Right? Like, I think these are tools that some look, guy in a beard is using to connect us all. Oh, you're, you're full beard. That's right. Do you oh, think God is mad that all the hipsters have beards now? <laughs> <laughs> he finds it offensive. Yeah. I think, yeah, probably. I think he, uh, hopefully, hope sends he curly mustache people right to hell. <laughs> I hope that's oh, a mere you. I don't. I don't. I, I don't believe the, in hell, but if there is a hell, I hope they go. Hey, do you think the devil is mad that the curly? Because mu- oh, the devil kind of a curly is mustache. They stole his thing, man. Yeah, with the goatee and the curly mustache. The goatee. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's more mad at people with horns, honestly. Well, let's not talk about Jews. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. We went there. That's my favorite Lee Lamar joke where yeah. she talks about having horns. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it is a good joke. Lee Lamar is a, a great comedian. So funny. Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on, man. Oh, that's I think it? That's, I think it's a great spot to stop. We're about yeah. an hour, right? Yeah, 55. Yeah, oh, we're hitting man, it. man, it really flew by. That was so much fun. Yeah, thank you for coming on, man. Anything you want to plug? Where can they find um, you? Follow me on Instagram on Jeremy Face, F-A-C-E. Um, I'm, I'm going to start a podcast soon. I don't know. Nice. Yeah, this when? will come out in a few weeks. So yeah, I don't know what to call it. Do you have it, a title so yet? No, it's really an uh, an empty plug. Um, yeah, well, they more can of follow a th- you. More of a, th- I don't know. Yeah, Jeremy, <laughs> just follow me on Jeremy Face. That's it. I'll see you guys around. Excellent. Thank you so much, Seth. Yeah, thank you, man. All right, you guys, have a good week. Anything uh, you need to plug, Travis? Uh, I don't know when this is coming out, so I don't know. All right. Uh, if it's before December, December fourteenth, Dow Comedy. Cool. I'll be. Do a show. Okay. Do our best to get it out before that. I'm always a fourth wall. Help me, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Thank you again for listening. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, tell your friends, all that stuff. Whatever you do with your religion, do that with my podcast. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye.